All right, Shalom. First and foremost, want to give all praises to Yahweh, Bahashem Yahweh Shai. Give double honors to the elders that rule well. And say honors and Shalom to all the brothers out there doing the work in truth and sincerity. It's the brother, Alazar Ben Lawyer, aka the Gorilla Hebrew, giving you the second installment of a Gorilla Warfare podcast. If you'd like to download this audio or previous installments, just go to Exodus 17:15. That's the word Exodus, the numbers 1715.podbean.com, and you can access all of our podcasts via audio and download them. Um, or if you are listening to this via audio and you want to see the visuals for this um, particular uh, installment or any of our prior installments, just go to youtube.com backslash Sakari1715. That's S I C A R I I. The number is 1715. Okay. But I want to get into a lot of these current events. It's currently at 203 Pacific Standard Time, Saturday, July 19th. I want to get into, it's a lot of stuff going on, you know, through the spirit of Yahweh, Shem Shai, who is the most high God in the name of his only begotten son, who the world only calls Christ. Um, you know, the spirit is really stirring a lot up globally, um, a whole lot. Um, many people have seen the video that is now gone viral of the California Highway Patrol brutally and savagely beating a black woman. I think he punched her in the face about 11 times. In wake of that, NYPD in Staten Island uh, jump all over a black man by the name of Eric Garner cause him to have a heart attack and die. This is the savage treatment of the Israelite, the so-called Negro, Latino and Native American at the hands of the so-called white man, the devil, the American police force. And also in wake of all this this week, you have cracker cops all over the South being exposed as KKK members. So it's becoming evident that the police force has a racist agenda. Not that it wasn't always evident, not that we didn't already know this. But this is a wake-up call for those of our people who ignorantly say racism is over. Racism is not over. Racism is alive and well, and racism is not going anywhere, and racism will never go anywhere. People will always have the ideology that their race is a superior race. And you are stupid if you don't. If you're a black Hispanic, and that's what's, that's the problem with our people. Our people are not racist. Some people make the statement that, well, black people can't be racist. They don't have the power to be racist. Racism is an idea. Racism is the idea that your race is superior to other races. So we can be racist, and we should be racist, and we need to be racist, because evidently, this is the difference between us and other races. We are evidently superior, mentally, physically, the only thing they got us beat on is economics. And that's fine. Because their God is the dollar. Our God is not the dollar. The scriptures say, blessed are the meek. The scriptures in Revelation, the second chapter, the ninth verse, speak about those that stole their identity. Right? And he said, what about us? That we are poor, but we are rich in spirit. So we need to be racist. We need to look down on this devil, the so-called white man. And not just him. We need to look down on all the other races outside of Israel in the world. Because they look down on us. And it's in our minds. I just posted the video the other day on Facebook. You had a handful, maybe five young black children. They had the white doll and the black doll. 
They all said the white doll was pretty because it was white and the black doll was ugly because it was black. This ideology is superimposed into the mentality of our people. Racism is the answer. Racism is the answer for racism. Fight racism with racism. Some people will say you can't, the negative and the, no, 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 it's positive. Racism is negative when it affects you. Racism is positive when you are supporting who you are and, 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 and uh, in, injecting the idea that who you are is superior to other people. Racism is a very positive thing for white people. Racism has helped white people get to the stage where they are. So why can't racism help us? And the scriptures speak about us being racist towards other nations and how we should be. So what black people, what we need to do is we need and Hispanic and Native American. We need to make sure that we're racist against the so-called white man because it's his racist policy and agenda and white supremacist system that keeps us down. So we have to reverse that and create an Israelite supremacist system and push it towards him and implant these ideas into the ideas of the youth so they know that this white man ain't better than you and they know you better than him this shit need to happen that's the mentality that you niggas and you latinos and you native americans need to have because the mentality you have right now is fucked up and that's why a california highway patrol can beat your sister down and not worry about the consequences that's why the nypd can kill your brother and not worry about the consequences because you niggas have become so goddamn docile that you don't want to do anything about it. Because you want to be equal and you want to hold the hand of the devil that hates you and kills you. Keep that shit up. Keep that goddamn shit up. And you're going to see where the hell it gets you. It's going to keep getting you killed, keep getting you spit on, keep getting you wanting to be the goddamn devil. You niggas need to stand the fuck up. You hear Israelites, we say Kwam Yashallah, that means rise Israel. We telling you niggas get the fuck up off your ass and do something about this shit. But you don't want to do nothing. You docile, you lazy as hell, man. It's Zechariah 11 and 5. Whose possessors slay them? Who possesses us the so-called white men? Why you got his last name? Why you clocking to work at his goddamn company? Because he possesses you. Why you pay him rent? Why you pay all your bills to him? Because he possesses you. And hold themselves not guilty. They get away with the murder, with the beating, with the oppression of our people. And they that sell them say, blessed be the Lord, for I am rich. And their own shepherds pity them not. Meaning the elites of our own people have no pity upon us. Jesse Jackson ain't doing shit. Jesse Jackson holding hands with that devil. Al Sharpton holding hands with that devil. Al Sharpton snitching to the police. Al Sharpton selling dope. Our own shepherds don't pity us. T.D. Jakes don't pity us. He's telling us, come away from the law of the commandments of the Heavenly Father. Our own shepherds don't pity us. Meanwhile, the so-called white man is saying, blessed be the Lord, for he getting a little money off of our backs. This is Micah 3 and 3. Who also eat the flesh of my people and flay the skin from off of them, and they break their bones and chop them in pieces as for the pot and as flesh within the cauldron. These people totally devour us. They take away our nationality, they take away our identity, they try to take away our knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and then they break us down as a people physically and mentally and emotionally. 
This is what they do and this is what the Bible said they was going to do. So how we fight that is we come back to this truth. We come back to these scriptures. We follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of Yahweh by Shem Yahweh to the best of our abilities. And we do our part in teaching our people and waking up the elect of our people. Because the quicker the elect get woken up, the quicker we escape this shit. The quicker the Most High sends his son to come and save us. Like Yahweh said, the kingdom of heaven is within us. Let me go to my next one. Okay, this is just a brief one. Okay, Russell Westbrook is now launching a tight line, okay? A line of tights, originally fashioned to be the athletic tights. You often see, you know, NBA players, they have tights up under their shorts. This is quickly becoming a quote-unquote fashion statement. You're going to see young black men wearing these tights in regular, you know, as regular apparel. And it's so sick, it's fucking disgusting. I'm just going to be straight out. If you don't like my word usage, turn it off. All right, this shit is fucking disgusting. The so-called black man has become so effeminate. The average Negro has so many gay and female fucking tendencies that it's crazy nowadays. Two-thirds of you niggas gotta die, man. You young thugs, you goddamn Kanye Wests, you niggas gotta die, man. You Michael Sams, you niggas gotta die. You niggas gotta burn. You niggas gotta feel thermonuclear fire. Because you ain't gonna believe this next article I'm finna read. This Russell Westbrook shit is only a segue. You ain't gonna believe this shit I'm getting ready to read. You let me read the description and I'm gonna get this next one. The woman, this is Deuteronomy 22 and 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. It's a goddamn abomination, Russell Westbrook. You and your goddamn tights. That is a goddamn abomination. And may the most high God destroy you, nigga. I'm going to read this. This is an article from the Charlotte Post. And it's quite disturbing. It pains me to read this shit. Study. Blacks. Most likely to be gay. Survey finds 4.6% self-identify 4.6% of black people in America are identifying themselves as homosexuals blacks are more likely to identify themselves as lesbian gay bisexual or transgender than any other racial or ethnic group in the nation according to a poll by Gallup do you understand how sick and twisted this is we got the black woman that aborts millions of our babies We've got black men killing each other on a daily basis. Now, where the the black race is becoming most likely to be a faggot or a goddamn dyke or a tranny. How do we expect to thrive? How do we expect to have any sort of culture? Niggas want to assimilate into white culture. Niggas want to assimilate into faggot culture. Niggas want to let crackers in their culture. The bullshit little culture we have. God damn, man. You know, I just pray to Yahweh Bashim Yahushua that he hastens the day. Because the nation of Israel is getting ready to fucking self-destruct. This is crazy. The poll of 121,290 individuals, the largest U.S. survey of its kind, found that 3.4% of all Americans identified themselves as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. The figures were higher for people of color, with 4.6% 
of blacks identifying themselves in that manner, followed by 4.3% of Asians and 4% of Hispanics and 2.2% of non-Hispanic whites. So, blacks are number one and Hispanics number two. And this is the nation of Israel. That means, put this together, 8.6% of Israelites are identifying themselves as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. I now understand why the Most High said, Moses, look, I'll kill all these niggas and make you a new nation. I now understand that, man. I, I understand it perfectly. We got this fucking devil. This fucking devil. It's so easy for this fucking devil to manipulate your ass. It's so easy for this devil to get over on your ass. It's so easy for this devil to implement his bullshit. Because you niggas fall for everything. You simple as hell, man. That's why it's death to the two-thirds. And 8.6 of you two. And it's really more than that. Because you got so many motherfuckers in the closet, on the DL, all of that. As a group still subject to social stigma, many of those who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender may not be forthcoming about this identity when asked about it in a survey. Therefore, it's likely that some Americans in what is commonly referred to as the closet would not be included in the estimates derived from the Gallup interviews. Sharon J. Letman Hicks, Executive Director and CEO of National Black Justice Coalition, the nation's leading black LGBT civil rights organization said while it is easy to get lost in the rhetoric that pits black against gay or depicts the LGBT community as wealthy white men as wealthy white gay men failing to recognize that our black families are comprised of black LGBT parents siblings children co-workers and friends is a failure to recognize the full black experience and our collective power this is a, there's a collective power in being a, a black faggot that's crazy. She cited two. She cited the 2000 U.S. Census figures that show that almost that there are almost eight, 85,000 black same-sex couples in the U.S. African American make up 13% of the United States population, while black same-sex households are 14% of all same-sex households in the United States. That's fucking crazy. This this shit is fucking crazy. Like this world has to end. This brings to mind another scripture. This is Revelations 11 and 8. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of that great city, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. This place, this new Babylon, America, has the same spiritual vibrations as Sodom did with the abominable sex acts, with the homosexuality, with the lesbianism, with the transgenderism, with the zoophilia, with the pedophilia. It has the same spirit of Egypt. Take a look at your dollar bill. You can see that. This is the place our Lord was crucified, the main place where they accept that cracker image of who the world calls Christ. That image of Caesar Bozier, that white faggot. And the acceptance of that image is partly to blame. And the acceptance of Mary as a deity is partly to blame for all this homosexual activity. You had a documentary called Of Gods and Men. Now in that documentary, you had voodoo practitioners attest to them having a homosexual spirit and demon placed upon them from worshiping the deity known as Israeli Frida. They said that that's the vibration that deity has. Now that deity is the voodoo parallel to Mary, who is Semiramis, who is Diana of Ephesus, the queen of heaven, 
going all the way back to that Babylonian mystery religion and system. And that's the spirit that America's under. That's why you celebrate Easter. That's why you celebrate Mother's Day. Two of our people's favorite holidays, having that single parent household with only a mother and having that vibration of worshiping this woman leads to a lot of that homosexuality. So that's also got to be understood. And it all goes back to the household, a lot of it. It goes back to what you learned in the household. And the article even touches on that. Um, Prior research suggests that within the LGBT population, child rearing is much more common among racial and ethnic minorities. So amongst us, it's more common for faggots and dykes to raise children, which perpetuates that in the mind of children, which is a goddamn cancer. Hence why the Most High commanded that a homosexual or lesbian, you know, a faggot, a transgender, any of those things should be immediately put to death. There is a purpose for that, so that cancer does not have a trickle-down effect and not poison the minds of, you know, potentially millions. A finding that is substantiated by the current data, more than 41% of Hispanic and African-American LGBT women, Israelite LGBT women, along with 38% of Asian LGBT women, notice how Hispanic and black are grouped into one, they know what they're doing, are raising children compared with 28% of white LGBT women. Some of this reflects the younger average ages of racial and ethnic groups in the United States. So you have single parent household or two mother households raising black and Hispanic kids, which is inserting cancerous ideology into their psyche. 10% of LGBT white men are raising children compared to 39% of Hispanic men and 31% of Asian men and 14% of African-American men. So combine the Hispanic and African-American, we're looking at 53% over half black faggots, admittedly black and Hispanic faggots are raising kids. That is crazy. Now I want point to point you to this comment. It said most blacks are gay. This is a comment that somebody left. It says most blacks are gay. They got no daddy. They don't know how to be men. And uh, that's partly true. And the reason why a lot of our people are not growing up with fathers is because of the serpent and Eve in their backdoor deal that they made. Meaning the so-called white man and the black woman. The white man gives the black woman perks to eradicate the black man. But at the same time, the black man does not want to man up and stand up in certain instances and cases. I've got a lesson I've been working on. Look for it on the YouTube. It's called, it'll be called Grow Up Black and Hispanic Man Part 2. It's a follow-up to a prior lesson that I've done. And I'm going to show a real-life example of the non-madness, the non-madness, rather, and the lack of responsibility of some of our men. Real-life examples, real-life individuals. Okay, so look out for that. But uh, this is appalling. This is appalling, this article, but it's, I mean, it's the truth. So I'm going to get some scriptures on it. This is Deuteronomy 32 and 32. For their vine is the vine of Sodom and the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. So the vine of a lot of our people is that of Sodom, that abominable LGBT spirit. It is the same as Sodom. And, and you know, this is written about in the book of Deuteronomy. Let's go to 1 Kings 14, 24. 
and there were also sodomites in the land. So back in the ancient time of Israel, you had faggots creeping in. And they did according to all the abominations of the nations, which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. So our people were following the ways of the heathen, hence why they were sodomites, because that was never our custom to be a faggot. But when our people got their head up everybody else's ass and want to follow after everybody else, then our people start to do things like participate in faggotry and dykery and transsexuality and things of that nature. And the principal people they're following is after the so-called white men. Because even though the statistics were what they were in that, um, in that article, you have a lot of our people that are pompous, proud faggots. A lot of so-called white men are on the low closet faggots and child molesters that touch little boys and have a wife for appearances purposes, but fuck their buddies. And there's plenty of uh, plenty of, of, of people who can attest to that. So that also must be taken into consideration. Let's go to 1 Kings 22 and 43. And he walked in the ways of Asa his father. This is talking about King Jehoshaphat of Israel. He turned not aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away, for the people offered and burnt incense yet in the high places. Now I want to show you something. It's saying that the things that Jehoshaphat did were right in the eyes of the Lord. Now I want to skip to the 46th verse. And the remnant of the Sodomites which remained in the days of his father Asa he took out of the land. So Jehoshaphat did that which was a right in the eyes of the Lord. And something right that he did was remove all the faggots out of the land because they are a cancer. So it is righteous to dispose of these faggots. And when righteous men were set up to rule in Israel, if there were any faggots around, they were eradicated. They were exterminated. And that's what needs to be done now. So we're waiting on the Lord. When the Lord raises up his elect, Lord willing we be a part of that number. When the Lord raises up his elect... The faggots of our people and faggots in general will be exterminated. Let's go to Ezekiel 16, starting at the 49th verse. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. And they were haughty and committed abominations before me. What were these haughty abominations? This proud homosexuality that we see practiced here in America. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. So the Lord saw it good to totally get rid of Sodom and Gomorrah. This is verse 51. Neither have Samaria committed half of thy sins. So this entire passage in the scripture is dedicated to the southern kingdom, to Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, the so-called Negro, West Indian, and Haitian. And it's talking about how the southern kingdom has became worse than the northern kingdom. And also became worse than Sodom itself, the archetype for abominable sex acts. And we just saw it expressed in that article how there's more black faggots than Hispanic faggots. There's a lot of Hispanic faggots, but the southern kingdom got the northern kingdom edged out. And the scriptures are also displaying to us this same fact. But that, but thou hast multiplied thine abominations more than they, and hast satisfied thy sisters in all thine abominations which thou hast done. Meaning Judah surpassed Ephraim in wickedness and faggotry. Verse 52. Thou also which hast judged thy sisters bear thine own shame of thy sins that thou hast committed more abominable than they. Meaning the southern kingdom, the so-called black man has done worse than they have. They are more righteous than that. 
yet be thou confounded also and bear thy shame and that thou justify thy sister. Meaning we made it, we as the southern kingdom have become so wicked that it makes the northern kingdom look just. This is crazy. Our people have lost it. This is why two thirds must die. This is why we need salvation from on high. Because these problems at this point are irreconcilable. And divine intervention is the answer. Divine intervention is the only thing that can save us from our own wicked selves at this point. So we got to pray to Yahweh that he hastens that day. Because this is out of control. And it must be stopped. It must be stopped all this wickedness being wrought and this folly being wrought amongst our people. It must be stopped. And Yahweh is going to stop it. It's written right here in the scripture. So basically... If you black and you want to retract, man, that's what it boils down to. And it gets worse. So we've been under under attack with this goddamn effeminization, homosexual agenda. Okay? Turning niggas straight faggots. Going after the ways of Sodom and Gomorrah. But we also have something else we got to worry about. Physical warfare this devil plans to wage upon us. Okay? Not to mention, you just had this fucking... This cracker down in Florida Stab a nigga Then go to court for it And say he refused to let a negro stand next to him Which is going to be his lawyer and his attorney Which really that cracker's in his right mind It's you niggas that ain't in your right mind That want to be one with this cracker that hates you It's oxymoronic They say the definition Of insanity Is to continue to do the same thing And expect different results you continually show this cracker love and he continually spits in your face and talks down about you and shows hatred towards you. But you you are expecting him to eventually stop hating you and start loving you. So our people, the so-called black, Hispanic, and Native American men are insane. But the physical warfare in which the so-called white man is currently uh, planning and training to undertake. Uh, Alex Jones recently spoke about it on his show. I favorited the video on the Sakari 1715 page so you can check that out where he goes in depth. It's like a 30 minute video. Um, but what we got to get ready for is the time of Jacob's trouble. That's what's approaching. The time of Jacob's trouble. Okay. Let me get some scriptures on it. Let's read about here in the scriptures. Jeremiah 30 and 7. Alas, for that day is great so that none is like it. So there's a great day coming that is a, un so there's a great day coming. That is going to be unlike any other day in the history of time. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But he shall be saved out of it. So a time of our trouble, a time of the Israelites' trouble, the black, Hispanic, and Native American man are getting ready to go through a time of unprecedented trouble. And this so-called white man is diligently preparing to put us through hell. The military is running drills. I think it's down there in Texas. Running drills of running up in homes, locking people up, shooting people, raiding houses, tying families up, and all the people are black. All the people they're practicing on are black. They're implanting it in their minds that we are menaces to society when they, in fact, are planning to be menaces to society, menaces to civilization, menaces to the Lord's chosen and holy people, the so called black, Hispanic, and Native American man. But the scriptures say, What? Jacob shall be saved out of it. That's talking about the elect and the one-third shall be saved out of this trouble that this devil has planned for us. Not the whole nation, 
but the one third that's part of the fire that is going to purify and sanctify the elect in the one third spoken about in the book of Zechariah 12 chapter let's go to Daniel 12 and 1 and at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time so again it's speaking about a time of unprecedented trouble for the Lord's chosen people for the nation of Israel and at that time thy people shall be delivered we shall be delivered the elect of our people shall be delivered everyone that shall be found written in the book everyone that is found written in the book is the elect and the one-third two-thirds of our people are not written in that book of life as of yet but they will return in the kingdom so when it's talking about the people of Jacob being saved out of that trouble it's really only talking about the elect and the one-third of Israel two-thirds 66.6% will not be saved this Proverbs 25 and 19 confidence in an unfaithful man in the time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint so if you're not of the elect but you're still confident in this time you think you're going to be able to do it you're going to be like a broken tooth with a broken tooth if you bite into something with a broken tooth you're going to do a whole lot more hurt to yourself than you're going to do good same thing if you try to step on a foot out of joint so two-thirds of our people and some of our people are doomsday preppers some of our people think they're part of the elect and they're not which lord willing i'm not one that thinks that i'm of the elect and is not lord willing i'm of the elect you know you know we don't know but if you have that confidence in that time and you think you're going to be able to do something man you're going to do a whole lot more hurt to yourself than good let's say the scripture let's go to psalms 37 and 39 but the salvation of the righteous is of the lord he is their strength in the time of trouble and the righteous is the one-third of the elect that's who yahweh is going to justify and save up out of this place so that is who the most high is going to protect during that time and save out of the time of Jacob's trouble, which is soon to come, which is looming. When the mark of the beast gets implemented, when martial law gets implemented, when your project buildings are getting stormed, when you're forced to get chipped, when guillotines is brought out, when getting put in concentration camps, that's what this cracker is training to do. That's what there's video proof that this cracker is training to do specifically to our people. But if you are the elect or the one third and you have hope, faith, and trust, and you how about Shem alone, you'll be saved about that Lord one. And you know, we under attack, man. Being black is totally under attack. If you're a black Hispanic or Native American for that matter, if you are part of the most high's chosen lineage and seed, you are under attack right now. So you need to come back to the law, statutes, commandments, and Yahweh Shah. And if you already came back and you already are conscientious to who you are as an Israelite, you need to strive for that mastery. You need to do more. You need to cover your ass, man. Make your calling and election sure. So when the time comes for you to be delivered out of trouble, the Lord finds you worthy to be delivered. And with that, I want to say again, call Halal Yahweh Shah and Shalom to the elect and the one-third, and death to America, and the so-called white men.